get ready. Yeah. Y'all ready for some live shit? Welcome. Welcome to the D, baby. It's all live down here. What you see is all real. What up, though? What up, though? Welcome to the Statler and Waldorf show. <laughs> I'm Statler. This is Waldorf. Or vice versa. I don't know which one is which. I think that's funny as fuck, though. <laughs> I, I, somehow, I'm going to have to change one of my Twitter avies to either one of them. Yeah, and I'll have to do the same. I feel like that really... I feel like those two really embrace who I am on the inside. Like, down to my soul. I like, guess who I really feel like I am. Like your angry ego. That's yeah, what I'm, I'm angry and I judge. <laughs> <laughs> I'm totally <laughs> Well, uh, welcome to the 11th What Up Though podcast. Uh, damn, it's really 11. We've really been doing this shit for 11 weeks. Yep. Shit. Uh, yeah. So, we, we've we we've made some promises that this might be one of the better shows that we've done. Uh, <laughs> I feel like we're going <laughs> to... Like we might have hyped it up a little bit too much. <laughs> yeah, I think we have. But I think at the time, we both were like... Angry as hell, so it's like a, it's like so much shit has happened since the last one that I kind of feel like it's been longer than a week. Cause like right after we recorded the last one, like the next day, like a whole bunch of shit happened. And I was just like, man. And I that was the thing though, it like it was like on Monday, shit yeah. started happening. And you and I saw you like, shit, we need to do a, a a midweek podcast. I'm like, wait, 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 just wait a second, <laughs> let's just see how shit go. Yeah, I wanted to, but I had my son out of his summer school all week so he was with me all week and i didn't want to like take out a day because excuse me some people requested that we do it not uh any other week i probably would have i probably would have done it midweek but see the problem is that lose that time with him so i didn't i didn't want to do it and then something cool came up and be like fuck but then we was already recording again on sunday so I was trying to, that's why I never mentioned anything about it. I was trying to hold out as much as possible. Hopefully we could just say fuck it and yeah. just have, you know, our our normal. So. All right. So this week, um, the podcast is not sponsored by, uh, let's see, I got Jack Daniels uh, Winter Jack Tennessee Cider. Uh, pretty good. Tastes like liquor cider. I've had it before. It's pretty good. Uh, yeah. They say you drink it warm, and I'm one one that's like you know. I don't know if I really drink warm cider before though. I have. I don't like really any warm beverages though. Like I don't drink coffee, hot chocolate, tea, none of that shit. Oh, so yeah. I def- I drink coffee. I don't drink tea too much. I thought about having coffee, but I just have a uh, ginger ale today. So I'm a. Uh, practicing sobriety for the for the podcast <laughs> weak ass motherfucker I'll resume I'll resume <laughs> back next week uh, oh so it busy interesting week in uh, social media involving random we didn't say we were smoking yet oh yeah so I uh I settled my debt today and um with uh, Camacho Triple Maduro, which is one of the the darker the leaf, kind of the the stronger the cigar. So this is one of the strongest cigars I've had. So um, since I got uh, Mike his his um, his bet winning bet cigar. winning cigar, I decided I have one as well. So it's a decent smoke. Uh, it's, it, it the taste of it isn't that you know it doesn't stand out. 
as much, but you know, it's you definitely it's definitely the stronger of the cigars. Yeah, they're called uh, more full-bodied cigars. But yeah, it's just like people. Like the light-skinned cigars are a little bit soft and easy <laughs> on you, and the, the dark-skinned cigars are harsh. Yeah, that's what you want the most racist fucking uh, <laughs> reference. And I think we may have it's done. It's true though. Like they, <laughs> The light-skinned ones are easier on the palate and just a lot easier to get along with. Man, that's Dark-skinned cigars shit. are rough and cruel and... Racist <laughs> shit. So... Get darky-ass cigars. Before, before we uh, go through, uh, get to it, uh, make sure you like our uh, and rate our podcast on iTunes. Yeah. Uh, like our page on Facebook. Uh, tweet questions. Email questions. And tell your whack-ass Be friends involved. to listen to yeah. this shit. So I'm really tired of y'all not telling your friends. Y'all make me sick. So that's yeah. cool. We're gonna get we're gonna get a podcast card soon, and we're gonna start flooding all these fucking places in Detroit <laughs> with fucking uh, what up though podcast. So if y'all see our cards somewhere, just know that we've been there just throwing our shit everywhere. I'm gonna start putting them on the uh, on the cars of like party promoters and shit who like to put their flyers Fuck. on people's cars outside the club. We gotta record it. Some video just putting fucking right. like, under each fucking windshield wiper. Yeah, and shit. At the, outside the club or outside a bar. I'm gonna do like outside the FIA office and shit. Have you been to Las Vegas? Uh, once. You know how they slap the cars for the prostitutes yep. on their hands and shit? Yep, yep, yep. <laughs> Start doing that shit? Dude, they are so quick with that shit, man. <laughs> they are efficient. They make all the coolest noises and everything. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so what's uh, anything happened with you interesting this week besides the shit that we're gonna talk about? Um. Not really. Today I went to an uh, alumni picnic. Uh, I went to Redford High School, which is no longer there, which they're bringing a fucking Myers there. Now. <laughs> a Myers is a significant <laughs> upgrade over Redford. Right, 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 <laughs> right, right. Uh, but, <clears throat> excuse me, it's weird. Well, I don't know. I don't. I think it. It. it's a catch. I don't know. I won't say catch 22, but you have one of the only... I think the only black-owned uh, grocery stores that's on Grand River and Southfield, which is Foodland, which is probably going to catch it the most because I don't see too many people patronizing them as much when you have a, a larger, you know, you know, established chain like a Meyer, you know, right down the street. So, um, and then it's another, oh, I don't know if they're, they're not black-owned, but it's another small um, grocery store right down the street called Old Refford. Um, they're going to probably get, catch the hit tremendously. They're probably going to be out of business. Um, but it should be interesting. I don't know. That area, it'd be <laughs> weird to see fucking uh, hella traffic over there and all that kind of shit. So. Yeah. There's a, uh, they opened a 7-Eleven downtown, and they're opening a 7-Eleven like, in the building right next to my girl's apartment. And in her apartment building is a liquor store that has like the worst hours. Like They close at like... 8 o'clock during the week, 6 or 7 o'clock on the weekend. And I'm like, if you were a liquor store downtown, why do you hate money so much that you would close at 6 o'clock? Like, I hate that liquor store just because they're so inconvenient and they just don't care. Shit. If I owned a liquor store downtown, I'd probably never close. Like, <laughs> shit, now though, shit. They, they, that, I can't wait till up. that 7-Eleven puts them out of business. Now, all, do all 7-Elevens serve liquor? I don't know if any 7-Eleven serve liquor, but I know they always have, like, beer and shit like that. Oh, okay. And then they're open 24 hours. So, like, I can't wait for that 7-Eleven to put that liquor store out of business. They're, they're going to probably start opening out later, too, just to compete. You would think. I would yeah, think. but... If they ain't competed now... Right, if they were smart enough to do that, then they wouldn't have shitty hours in the yeah. first place. So, P- point fuck taken. them. I can't wait till they go out of business. I don't like to wish 
I was about to say I don't like to wish bad on people. That's a lie. I don't. Like, I was about to say really though. <laughs> I don't like to openly wish bad on people, but fuck that. Fuck that place, man. I don't like that place. Well, cool. It's inconvenient to when you want some something to drink on a Friday or Saturday night at 10 p.m. and you can't get it at the liquor store that's in the building. Like, why would a liquor store not be open at 10 o'clock on the weekend? Yeah, you're not doing that. You can't possibly be doing that well in life that you're gonna turn down. The abundance of money that you can get as a liquor store in Detroit at ten o'clock on a weekend. Yeah, you but, make a point. But, whatever. Uh, it's a couple of Arab guys, so. Yeah. So. Uh, yeah. Oh, so <laughs> speaking back. Oh, back to school. They got so. that terrorist money. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> racist. <laughs> racist. <laughs> racist. Part my second two. racist comment. Right. <laughs> ding ding. They got uh, that. <laughs> Shit. That suicide bomb money, dude. Just, so I saw something on Twitter. Someone had a, they showed this. Uh, I want to say an Arab guy because he had on like the Arab garb and stuff, mm-hmm. and he had a, he was on a uh, moped or something. You could tell he was going fast. And the caption was like a, it was like a meme, and the caption was uh, "When you left your detonator at home, <laughs> <laughs> dog." <laughs> dude, I was like, "What the fuck, dude?" Oh man. Racism is so funny when it's not serious. Yeah. Like, if it's, like, if you, if it's, like, I have such a crazy sense of humor. So, like, racist shit when it's, when you're just trying to be funny is so funny to me. But, like, when it's serious, I don't like it. When you're, like, you know, hate people just for who they are. But if you're joking around, that shit's so funny to me. Yeah, most most racist jokes are funny when they're, you know, actually funny. Uh, but, man, let me tell you, though, I am so, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta hood rat it up a little bit, get a little ratchet. I am so happy the World Cup is over. <laughs> I'm so sick of that shit. <laughs> so you wasn't... Um... Nope. Whatever you're going to ask, nope. I didn't watch it. I didn't care. And I think what irritated me about it the most is like, okay, I'm not going to be one of the many people that was just like, oh, y'all only watch soccer now, huh? Oh, y'all just started watching soccer. I don't... I mean, I don't really care about that. You know, if you want to support, support our country or whatever, or you just want to watch something that normally isn't as accessible throughout the year, that's fine. But what irritated me is when people went over the top with this fake-ass fandom. You know, like, I would go downtown, and I would see, like, a multitude of people wearing, like, Brazil jerseys and shit. Really? Yeah, and I'm like, really? Really? So not only are you going to be a fake-ass soccer fan, you're going to be a fake-ass soccer fan for another country. Now, they were showing (laughs) it downtown, wasn't they? Yeah, they showed it, yeah, right outside my job. Well, one one time they did. But yeah, I was like, really? Y'all just gonna be out here wearing Brazil jerseys? Like, you're really a Brazil fan. She went out and purchased Brazil gear and Brazil attire to be a fake-ass fan for this couple of weeks. And then you're gonna, like, never wear that shit again. And it's like, if you're gonna be a fake-ass soccer fan and pretend like you give a shit about soccer, at least get a fucking USA shirt. Like, <laughs> why don't you get fucking Brazil? Well, it's funny was that it's such a uh, uh, I say like I don't want to say double standard maybe, but it's like you know people always talk about how uh, you know fandom in the NBA and liking certain teams when a certain player, but it was like no one ever really not I don't know too many people that actually watch the soccer, but for that moment everybody could be a fucking USA fan no matter what, and then go back to whatever they didn't watch. I didn't watch. I never really watched soccer. Much and much at all, um, but yeah, they was they were really strong. But shit, it ended for me when they left. When, yeah, when, they, when they when they when they when they lost, I didn't even know the shit was. I didn't know what games or what days games are on or any of that shit. Yeah, like I, I might have watched it if I had the time, but 
I didn't get really get irritated with it until I saw people walking around in Brazil jerseys. That's, that's just so. And Brazil fake caught uh, caught L's horribly in the fucking uh, World Cup. Though. Oh yeah, I heard about that. They got mopped up by Germany or something like that, seven to one or dude, some shit. Mopped up terribly. I saw dude. some. I saw some great memes after that too. Nah, it was. But I, I, I did. I guess early in it, I did see. It was some. They kept showing this chick that was uh, pulling her titties out. Did you see that? I think so. Actually. That was early in the uh, the world, world Cup, though. So I was like, okay, cool, titties. That's that's cool. Right, that's enough for me to watch. Right. If you if you gonna be a fake ass soccer fan, be committed like her. <laughs> Put on your Brazil jersey and then pull your titties out. I, I, I wouldn't even have my little. I was, I was I was kind of more if I, I saw Brazil. Titties. I didn't see any Americans pull their titties out. Yeah, true. So yeah, Americans don't care enough to. To be that committed to pull their titties out, yeah, so fucking weak ass American. I, I had to learn some of the rules because I wasn't even sure. Like, <laughs> I mean, rules are there. Whoa, the Kick time the ball in the net and the, don't fuck well, somebody the, up. Well, the timing thing, like they say, it's like ninety minutes, but then they add time. I don't know if you go out of bounds or some shit. They add time. Well, I don't know. I'm yeah, you asked you the wrong yeah. guy. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> never mind. So yeah, don't use your hands. Uh. Don't use your hands. Yes, that is one of the rules. Don't use your hands. Uh but the goalies can use the hand, but the other ones can't use the hands. Michael plays soccer, and I still don't know the fucking rules. That's funny, dude. <laughs> but his, he's so young; they don't really have like strict rules. They just let the kids just run around and kick the ball, basically. How, do, how, do, how does he do? Oh, he's awful. <laughs> he's uh, <laughs> he, he's been playing. This is his second his second time, his second summer playing, and he finally scored a goal in like either the last game or the second to last game. And like, I had a full on baby right there, like <laughs> on the field. Like, I could believe he fucking scored. And he didn't even know I was there yet. He turned to his mom and was like, Daddy almost saw that. And I was like, far away. I was like, like screaming, I saw it. Right, I right, saw right, it. right, right, right. He just missed it. No, I saw it, damn yeah, it. Like, I was I there. It. Yeah, so he finally scored. But yeah, he, he scored by accident. He's not very good at all. But, right. but, this is but he has fun, like though. he has like a little Pele on his team though. Like oh, this right. fucking, this kid, look, he looks Brazilian, honestly. <laughs> he looks Brazilian. And this kid's like, LeBron playing with like kindergartners or something like this kid scores like no lie five to eight times a game <laughs> his parents got a fucking uh, mini field in the backyard he probably running fucking uh, um, doing burpees and fucking uh, <laughs> running suicides and shit <laughs> like he gonna be the best he gonna, he gonna pay for some shit later on in life all the parents shot at their kids you know hey kick you know Go this way, kick the ball that way. All his all his parents can really tell him is to be a good sport. You have to pass the ball to the other kids. <laughs> no, he <laughs> shit like that. Nah, dude. Don't score all the goals. That's funny. <laughs> How's the kid's uh, attitude? Is he, a, you know? He's okay. I mean, he's not. He's too young to be a dick, but maybe like give him like another couple of years, he'll be kind of an asshole. Well, you know, yeah, <laughs> because a lot of a lot of kids when they know they the shit, yeah, you know they. They act like it, you know what I'm saying. So it's one of those. He's not quite old enough to know he's the shit yet. And then sometimes I'll stand by the other team's parents and hear them like say all kinds of weird shit about that kid. Like, is he old enough to? You know, is, is he? Isn't he too old to be in here? Like, <laughs> he's the same age as all the other kids. They act like he's like 15 or some shit. Man, I had my, my own, I used to coach uh, Lily or Pee Wee basketball. And my my brother, he was like, I think it was like he was like eleven, uh, eleven, maybe almost two. I think he was he was already six feet, so God he was damn. a good you know foot taller than the tallest kids. 
That's our cop we had to hear. He's too old. Weird. I'm like, I'm his fucking brother. I know how old he is. Right. And, shit. and it was church league. Who the hell lies in church league? I mean, like, <laughs> what the fuck? You got to be mad competitive to, <laughs> to lie in a church league. Dude, that shit was crazy, man. So, yeah, I, I get that. So, I uh, see that you uh, got into uh, verbal fisticuffs. With, uh... <laughs> it's funny because when, when you started to say that, I was like, fisticuffs for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> entered into my head. I got verbal, the Twitter cuffs. Ver, Twitter cuffs. The, the verbal Twitter cuffs with, <laughs> with, 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 is it Miro? I think it's Miro, Miro, something like that. But Jesus versus Miro. So Miro is like yeah. the uh, the Memphis Bleak of Jay Z. Or how how would you? Well, okay, you 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 get a story then because I I don't want to. Uh... Uh, basically, uh, I listen to a podcast called Jesus versus Miro, and all they do is they look at clips or uh, read stories about popular uh pop culture stories now, this is the dude happened. with the uh the, the dog with the face mask on yeah twitter that's his twitter yeah oh, okay okay uh and then they crack jokes on the stories and like it's like they're wildly well not both of them one of them's wildly creative and funny and that would be Jesus. and then the other one miro is like he's so bad to me man because he's not just like it's not that he's just unfunny but he'll he doesn't realize he's unfunny so he'll draw out one fun, unfunny ass joke far beyond where he should have. It's like one of those people like like if you have a kid, right? And the kid does something funny that makes you laugh, the kid will do that shit over and over and over and over to the point where you're just like, okay, it's not funny anymore. Then it's like, okay, just stop. Go sit in the corner and shut the fuck up. And he does you want, that. You, you want to ride that you want to ride that wave totally right. And he does that, but it's not funny to begin with. So he takes some unfunny shit and then just draws it out long as hell. And I just feel so bad for him. I'm like, I want to, I want to listen to the show just to hear how unfunny he is now. Yeah, I gotta find some of his unfunniest moments and and, and, and link you to him. We gotta make a compilation, of right? Like an unfunny un- <laughs> compilation of Nero's works. You know, we need to, we should do that. We should find all of the parts where he was unfunny and make it a clip on our on our podcast and then tag <laughs> him in it. I don't think we have enough space on SoundCloud for a fucking ten hour clip. <laughs> But Dude, anyway, that's awful. Okay. Well. But anyway, it, I was tweeting like I was listening to, listening to it at the time, and I tweeted something like, "Like I feel bad for Miro because I said something like Jesus is like I don't know. I gave some funny comedian's name, and then I said Miro's like Chief Keith, and then somebody tweeted me, uh, asking me like, like oh really or something like that, and I said yeah, you know I feel bad for him because he tries so hard and he's just not funny." So, excuse me, a couple hours pass, and then, like, all of a sudden, Miro pops up in my mentions in all caps. Like, <laughs> let me look up. Wait, I got, hold on. I got a screenshot of what he said. He popped up in my mentions in all caps, like, don't feel bad. I'm still getting paid, still getting offers. I'll be all right. Thanks for listening. And then he said, damn, well, nigga, caps, Chief though. Keith, you could at least say it, Tony Rock. <laughs> SMH, SMH. Dude. <laughs> and, like, we had, like, probably, like, four or five back and forth tweets i'm not gonna read all of them because he's not funny on twitter either but uh <laughs> <laughs> you would probably but, be worse on twitter i would imagine yeah i don't I, that's the thing i don't follow him on twitter and i didn't actually tweet him i just was having a discussion and i just oh, said they Nero. searched that shit man yeah, and that shit was so sad i think that's part of the reason why i didn't really go in on him because i i legit felt bad because i'm like this is a dude who he already has to be self-conscious about the fact that his co-host is way funnier than him. Like, I think I looked at their Twitter 
that compared their two Twitter accounts, and Jesus has like seventeen thousand more followers than Miro does. And like I'm just like, he must already be self conscious if he's like searching his name and shit, and then responding to people who say bad stuff about him. So like I, I, what, I is felt his, so what is bad. his name? The kid Miro. The kid Miro. Yeah, I felt so bad about the fact that he was doing that that I didn't even want to really rub it in. So I kind of just like talked to him. I didn't say nothing bad. And then I just let it go, but I was like, man, I, <laughs> you gotta be you gotta be really self conscious to do that. Like if I was famous and I decided to search my name, I'd do the exact opposite. Like I would tweet the people who say nice stuff about me is like a surprise to my fans. Like if you just type it like, Oh, I like, you know, Mike on the uh, on the What Up Though podcast and if I would search my name, I'd probably tweet them like, Oh, thanks for listening, I'm glad you like the show. Right. So they could right. bug out like, Oh shit, he tweeted me. I wouldn't just like go <laughs> Go and search for people saying bad shit about me. Yo, mama, nigga, <laughs> I am funny. Fuck what you said. Man. I'm not that... mad. I'm just using my caps lock. Just broke. That's all. That's... Uh, fuck out of here, man. <laughs> that nigga's so weak. That's all. Uh, that, well, that, that was. Like, if I already didn't respect you on your shitty ass jokes on your podcast, I really don't respect you for searching your name and then hopping both in your feelings and my mentions all at once. But he's not funny though. That's the fucked up part though. Yeah, and he says something like uh about the fact that different people have different taste and humor, and that some people think Dane Cook is funny or something like that. By comparison, I'm just like, dude, Dane Cook is funnier than you, and I don't like Dane Cook at all. But whatever, dude. So he does something. Like, I've listened to a lot of these versus Miro podcasts. He made me laugh once. That's it, once. Whereas Jesus is so funny. He had a portion where he was going off on Detroit, and I still thought it was funny. Like, I didn't even take it, like, personally, oh, man, he shamed Detroit. Did he say some shit like... It was like, so funny that I just kept... You say he said some shit like uh, Trick Trick was one of the only people that had a front door in Detroit. Yeah, he's like, Trick Trick must run Detroit because he's one of three people with a front door on their house. <laughs> <laughs> and he said something like Detroit's main export is murder or some shit like that. No, that's hilarious. <laughs> I was like, oh, see, I was like, this shit's funny. It's funny you say search your name. I, I, obviously, I know I'm not the only Otis in the world, and definitely not on Twitter. But I started searching my name, and you're definitely the only Otis born past 1950. Probably, yes, <laughs> yes, yes, probably. But as I searched my name, I started seeing all the tweets that I did that people didn't mention me, but was talking about me about uh, when Roland Martin, uh, when I got into it with him. So Roland Martin. I think we'll go back to your other story after that. I'm done with that. Oh, that's cool. Uh, Roland Martin, he tweeted this creepy-ass picture of him and uh, Williams. What's her name? Michelle. Michelle Williams. Formerly it, of Destiny's Child. Formerly of Destiny's Child. Beyonce and them. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Beyonce and them. And the picture was like, he was behind her hugging her, and she had like this awkward look like he caught a boner, and it was like between her thighs and shit. <laughs> It was like poking a small right, in the back. Right, exactly. So <laughs> I had tweeted something about, you know, RT rolling RT and Roland Martin is a creep. His dick his dick in her back probably feel like a fucking five hour energy bottle and shit. <laughs> dude. <laughs> that's so gross, dude. <laughs> and so after that he just started so stubby little prick. Right, so he did he just he just got mad, man, and just uh where is my save searches at? He just got mad about it, and so I was trying to go to the searches I had. Uh, now, I looked at his tweets. He was answering everybody, and he was saying the same shit to everybody who made fun of his picture with Michelle. Like, he was just... 
his his main point seemed to be that he that they have a rapport where they joke around with one another, and then when they take pictures, they make funny faces. So his his point is basically we joke around like that all the time. See, I have other pictures. I'm gonna send them to you. I'm gonna prove it that me and Michelle are pals. Yeah. And he was so fucking bad. Yeah, he was. Uh, and so he he I think the first one he tweeted uh, nothing like dumb folks. Me and um, the real Michelle, whatever her name is, always jokes and photos. I post all of them. And so I forgot what I tweeted. I told him bye creepy. And then bye creepy. And then he uh, talking about you mad you can't get a photo that close to her by son. Like this motherfucker called me son. Like that, was, that, that part got me mad. <laughs> so then I think after that I posted a picture of him with his head on the thumb because I, I told I remember tweeting that he looks like a, a, if a thumb was real life person or some shit. That's what he would look like <laughs> if a thumb had a face. Yeah, and it was like him. I used to say that was Shaq. Shaq reminds me of like if a thumb had a face. That's what it looked like. But I think I re- I, I, I changed that to Roland Martin. And then I retweeted something. And I didn't even say anything. I just put like an ellipsis. Well, for those of you who don't know what that is, that's like the three little dots. I just put like ellipsis might be no shade to our listeners, but I understand that we might have some where ellipsis might be a little bit. A little bit out of y'all wheelhouse. Like I didn't know what it was for a while, but yeah, I, I'm hip. I am hip. I just tweet an ellipsis and I put something like, and I got to retweet another and I just put like, wait, what's happening here? Or something like that. And then he started responding to me too, like to both of us. I'm like, I ain't even do shit. Like, why are you, why like, are you oh, yelling you, at me? nigga like, oh, you involved now and shit. Right. But yeah, so I went back and forth for him for about a good half an hour. And then, I don't know, he was just in his feelings about the shit. I was just like, why the fuck? Sweet shit, just ignore the shit. But I did, I will say I did start it though. Yeah, but... But, but fuck Roland Martin. Yeah, it, it wasn't just like you, you were so bad to him that he had to say something. Everybody was saying that. He I called him a creep because he was a creep, man. That picture, man, that was the most creeped out shit I've seen, man. She looked so fucking uncomfortable like she was getting molested or some shit. And he got this creepy-ass looking shit just gazing at her and shit. Cre- creepy-ass nigga. Fuck yeah. Yeah, he just... and <laughs> Just the fact that he was answering everybody is what bugged me out. I was like, you ain't got shit better to do than respond to all the trolls. Like, I tweeted at the end of the night. I said something like, well, I got to go to bed because I got to go to work in the morning. Unlike Roland Martin, apparently. <laughs> he <laughs> stay had... up and... What, what is his claim to fame? He was on CNN. Oh, that's right. He was CNN. I mean, he might still be. I, that's where I know him from. It's from, from, like, political shows on CNN and stuff like that. I don't know what he does now. Well, I do know what he does now. He, he feeds the trolls. He <laughs> Michelle Williams. That's what he does. Yeah, he puts his five-hour energy dick in Michelle Williams' back and feeds the trolls. That's what he uh, does. I just... I did not see many pornos before, and I just couldn't imagine somebody looking like him being in a porno, though. Like, ugh. I feel sorry for that bitch. I can imagine somebody like him being on the website for sex offenders. Like, I could, What's the dude on, uh... uh was it Channel 7? The offender show? With a guy with a... Oh, uh... uh Catch a predator. Gotta catch a predator. I can see him walking in on him. Like so. <laughs> have a seat. <laughs> Roland Martin walks into the catch a predator house right. for a little boy. With a six- just, no, no, no. We do this all the time. <laughs> with, a fucking, <laughs> with a six pack and a dildo and shit. I could. Just, uh. No, no, no. We do this all the time. I have proof. See. Speaking of, <laughs> we're uh, friends. A, we're just a, friends. That's the pedophile dude. Did you see that picture of the guy who got beat the fuck up for? Yeah. For yeah. Dog, that father has—he he won so many, so many awards in my in my book. 
I probably would have killed that fucker though. He probably looked like he, judging by that dude's face, he tried to kill him. Did you see the before and after picture? They showed no, somebody. No, I, I just saw the after. Somebody showed a, a regular picture of him, and it was nothing of that, nigga. I mean, it was his. I mean, his face looked normal, skinny kid or whatever. Nigga, he lumped that nigga up something serious, dog. Yeah. And he said, "What did he say? He uses what weapons did you use? He said his his fist and his foot or some shit." <laughs> Man, he pieced that nigga up. Dog. He probably had names for him and shit. But I use Ruth and right. George. Like these killers right here. Right. But the the sad part about it that because. At first, I only read the first page of the article, so I go to the second page. This dark-skinned cigar is blowing all in my face and just being rude. Rude ass, rude and abrasive ass, darky cigar. (laughs) (laughs) Trying to sit here and the smoke's just going up my nose. Man. Typical dark-skinned. Being abrasive. You stick the light-skinned cigars after this shit, then. Right, yeah, I'm sticking with my kind. Oh, fucked up part about it is, I guess the dude, the, the, the dude had been, uh, sexually assaulting the boy for like two two years or some shit. So I don't know what why the boy didn't you know you know tell his parents you know beforehand. But like damn that's fucked up. But a man probably gotta wonder. Oh go ahead. No, I was just saying. I hope he uh, get it. He, he he get his uh he get punished in jail somewhere. What were you about to say? No, I was like you gotta wonder how much of an assault it was if it been going on for two years and the kid ain't said nothing about it. Well. It's still an assault, but I just wonder. If no, the I kid mean like, just, like, well, it's still assault legally, but I'm like, how do we know that this kid wasn't a willing participant in this? Oh, well, that that's probably true, but I mean, I mean, I don't know. You have a kid, man, that the probably mentally fucked up by this shit. You know, I don't know, scared to tell or. Uh, and apparently, it was happening in this house since the dad walked in on it. Yeah, I'd like to know more, like. How was why, how was the boy so trusting that he was you know being able to be with the dude because the boy I mean he was a little older obviously, but uh, fucked up anyhow. Back to more lighthearted shit. So you start uh, grammar not seeing being a grammar not seeing oh, and I'm got Slim into Thug. it with Slim Thug. <laughs> yeah, it was a it was an interesting week for me on Twitter. Yeah, I just uh, Slim Thug tweeted something like uh, I, I, I'll say exactly what it said. It said. Do you fuck what others think? And I was like, Wait, what? Do I fuck what others think? Like, do I fuck people in the mind? Like, what are you talking about? And then I read it, and I was like, oh, wait, he means do you fuck what other people think? And so I retweeted it, and I put, like, do this you, really needs some punctuation. So do you, period. Next yeah. sentence, fuck what others think. Yeah, that's okay. what he meant to write, but it didn't have any punctuation in it. It just said, do you fuck what other... Like, I read it as a question. Like, do you fuck what other people think? I was like, what? So he meant, do you fuck what other people think? And I was like, oh, so I retweeted it with a comment like, this really needs some punctuation. And then he retweeted it again saying, only if I was in English class. I'm like, okay, you just don't, you just don't get it, do you? <laughs> like, he just, I think he thought I was just trying to correct him just to be a dick. But it was like, the point is that like, what you said is completely different. Yeah. Like what you said was completely different than what you meant. So he retweeted that, and then a whole bunch of other people retweeted him. Now, did anybody ever mention, like, any of his fans ever come after you or anything like that? No, they didn't come after me. Actually, the only people who responded to me were people who agreed with me. Like, oh, yeah, I get what he's saying now, like, or, or I get what he meant now, or, yeah, that wasn't clear in the first place, you know. No one actually came at me like, stop talking about my hero. I mean, oh, come on, it's Slim Thug. He's, he's, hey, man, he, he didn't have stands. He's, he's somebody <laughs> in, in, in whack rapper 
Yeah, I mean, he's somebody, but he, he doesn't have stands that, are, you know, if you slander Slim, Slim Thug, all of a sudden your mentions are going to be full of people defending him. He's not Beyonce. And all I, read a, I read an article about him years, like a couple years ago, and I guess he doesn't drive, or he doesn't drive legally because his license is revoked. Like, he can't drive. That could be true. Like, how do you get to that point, dog? What the fuck was you doing? You ain't even tried to appeal to shit? Because have your shit, what, I think it's called uh, re- Revoke. Oh, something. revoked? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. His shit like done. Oh, yeah. But I, he probably ain't making that much money to have a chauffeur. I don't know what the fuck he does. I hope he saved his shit when he was on a high, but he plateaued, plateaued years ago. Yeah, I don't even know if he still makes music now. I ain't seen a Slim Thug mixtape in a while, a Slim Thug album, none of that shit. I hope he invested in shit, nigga. Probably selling crack. Yeah. Oh, well. Um, yeah. It's just, uh... Another indication that a lot of people, a lot of these celebrities got way more time on their hands than we think that they do. Nigga. And, 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 and doing the most with fucking run-on sentences and shit. <laughs> <laughs> so have you seen these videos that have been posted on Facebook with these, um, these like, young white dudes who, like, roll up in the hood and do pranks on black guys? Like, not just any old black guy. As Dave Chappelle would say, we're talking thugs. <laughs> they roll up in the hood and prank thugs. Dog, like so, I saw one where he was like pretending to take gas out of black guys' trucks and shit. I laughed hella hard until I realized that this is some racist shit. <laughs> but man, he that the first guy, man, that a he they, that was the guy that took off his shirt, big buff. <laughs> yeah. And I, all I could think of was uh, the Outcast song and uh, who would the fuck a Hollywood coat? Like <laughs> if Hollywood coat. Was the Hollywood Court? Excuse me. Was a uh, like the Hollywood cult? cult yeah. <laughs> I don't know because I always thought I always thought that was he said Hollywood cult. Like I just figured that was the person or whatever. Yeah. It wasn't until uh, years later I had tweeted about it. And I said Hollywood uh, cult, and I got corrected, saying it was Hollywood Court, which was a project or some kind of housing complex. So some well, some well actually person roll up in your mentions. Well, actually, but basically that's what it was. <laughs> so I was like, yeah, but that's what I pictured. But he man, I, he, if he would have punched it, he would have knocked that knocked that white dude out, dog. Yeah, I just I don't, I don't get that thrill in it though. Like why you know because you once you get to the point where you got this uh, thug ass nigga with his hand on your neck, you like it's a joke, it's a joke. He like yeah. fuck that shit. I'm right, he's already choking you. Like <laughs> you lucky you got to the point where you were able to admit that it was a joke. Because, I mean, the the thing about that is it made me even question if the videos were real for, to a degree. Because it seems to me if you roll up in the hood and you start pretending like you're stealing gas out of people's cars, a lot of guys will shoot first, ask questions later. Yep. So he's fortunate that he even got to the point you to got, say it was after a After you got shot in your ass, he's like, so what the fuck was you doing? Right. And then the, the thing about, the thing to me that was like, that made me think that it might be kind of racist was the fact that the video that I saw... He bleeped out all the cuss words, but didn't bleep out the word nigga. So the black guys are going off. I'm like, oh, you, you mother oh, nigga. What? <laughs> like, Right. Huh? So it's either you want them to hear that or you just want them to hear that. I mean, I, I don't know. I can't even side with him on that. Um, There's no that. way. And, you know, I think my hypothesis on this is kind of like, I think these millennials, like this generation of people that's probably like in their late teens, early 20s, they are really... I just see such a strong sense of entitlement, like where they really just feel like they can and should be able to do whatever the fuck they want because they're just 
privileged like that, and they they sh- they shouldn't be held responsible for whatever they and with do, no, and with little to no consequence. Right. So, because that shows a complete disregard for the possibility of consequences. I wouldn't do that shit. So I surely wouldn't do that shit if I was a white suburban teenager. Mm-hmm. Like that's ridiculous. So I guess that takes the whole idea of like I'm entitled to do whatever the fuck I want to a whole new level. Did uh, did you see the one where they were uh, asking people what time it was and was taking their phones? Yeah, that was the other one I saw. Yeah, man, I think at the end I don't know if it was real or not. That's the one with the good guy. The guy got the the gun pulled out on. Him. Oh, I didn't see that. I don't yeah, think I nigga. Did. Pu- Oh, he, no, 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 no. That was a different one. I'm sorry. They had one where they were they were going through the hood selling, telling them they were selling guns and they were pulling out a fucking uh, water gun and shit. Oh, man. <laughs> and the crazy thing about these videos, they're not even funny. Like, it's just, they just do shit. They basically put their lives at risk and it's not even funny. It's like lightweight racist and not funny. And these guys get their asses kicked or... You know, fortunately they don't get shot, but they run. They really run that risk. Yeah, that's just stupid. It's a show uh, on uh, True TV called Impractical Jokers, and it's kind of what they do, but just in a general. They don't pick on a, a, a certain race and shit. They just you know find random people. Like for instance, the one I was watching, they had the they was at a baseball uh, a baseball game and they were uh, playing if they were staff and they were saying they needed to. Uh, they were trying to convince people what to change the, uh, the the mascot to, but the guys who were doing it didn't know what the the mascot was until they pulled it out of the bag. Mm-hmm. So they were like, well, "I want you to, you know." So then say you got a sheet. You say you come to me and say, "Hey, I want I want you to uh, to vote for this mascot." But as soon as you pull the sheet out, you're seeing it for the first time, and they're seeing it. So now you got to make up the story of why the mascot is dope, and it'd be some stupid ass fucking, you know. But it, I mean, it's, it's it's lighthearted shit, I guess I should say, more so than going to the to the hood, going to the hood and putting your life on the line. Yeah, like like nigga, let me see your your phone. And they were snatching the phones and running. Yeah, you know? it was, was like, man. man. One guy, he was getting his ass kicked, dude. Yeah, he got jumped. Like yeah. they moved to the air, and like four or five guys started beating him up. So. I think Stupid. I just envision like four or five white guys sitting in like a a Yale dorm room and one is Hey Reginald, hey chap, what do you say we go pick on some Negroes and then when they when they attack us we just have our parents arrest them? Doesn't that sound like a jolly good time? And then they fucking do that shit. That's how I look at it. It's in there. One, two, three, break. They take their sweaters off. They, they tie it around their fucking neck. <laughs> right, so I- toss them down in the bed and fucking leave the fucking dorm room. This is going to be a ripping good time, Reginald. Yeah, I really wanted to see him get their ass kicked. But uh, I saw only one of them where the dude really got kind of testy with the guy and shit. Yeah, I pretty much support their whole thing, though. Just because it's like, well, if well-to-do suburban white folks want to run up in the hood and put their lives on the line, that's okay with me. We see enough black guys dying at the hands of cops and George Zimmerman. Like, if if white guys want to lay their lives on the line while 50 people are dying in Chicago at a time. Fuck it. Yeah, I, <laughs> even, the I, playing field, even the playing field a little bit. I, I just, way I see it. I count it to just natural selection. You done some dumb shit. You should get punished by that. And if you end up dying from that shit, you know what? So be it. Yeah. Fuck them. So uh, we got this email. Uh, well, actually, was it an email? I don't know. But from Garden Owl, uh, shortly after we recorded the last podcast, and it was a link to an article... And she felt like we could discuss it on the podcast, and I had some thoughts on it. I shared them with her at the time, but I, I said we'd go into it a little bit more. 
on a on a show, and basically the article was about how media coverage of the resurgence uh, in downtown Detroit focuses mainly on the white businesses that have prospered and and that have been created downtown and ignores the black businesses and i told her you know part of me feels i'm kind of split on that because a part of me understands like yeah that that isn't fair you know they should you know spotlight the black businesses and everything and then another part of me was like fuck black businesses (laughs) (laughs) but here's my problem with this man it's like Anytime I go into a black business, I already expect a few things. Shitty service being the main one. Uh, incredibly high prices. I, I don't... I'm not going to support a black business just because they're black. I'm not on some fucking, you know, racial unity shit to my detriment. Like, if I'm going to end up losing out on it, I'm not going to support a black business and then take an L. Like, I'm not going to name any people in particular... But, like, I've known, I know black businesses who, like, you go into the establishment and, you know, the proprietor's nowhere to be found. When they show up, you look at the shit and it's incredibly high priced. I'm not going to pay $60 for your cheap ass hoodie that you paid $10 to make and just, just to support black businesses. Like, you know, make a quality product and then I'll pay $60. I'm not going to pay $60 for no hoodie, period. But, you know, I might pay a little bit more. You make a quality product to support you, but like, if you make this cheap ass piece of shit and then charge sixty dollars for it, I'm not, and then expect me to pay it just because you're black. Fuck you. I'm not gonna do that shit. And like, I've I've like just gotten irritated with like, not just black businesses, but like even businesses that hire a lesser quality Negro. <laughs> like, like if you go to like a hood ass like Walmart or some shit, like you. The, the quality of people that they hire is, like, ridiculous. It's like, I, I, I can envision, like, the application. Like, do you have cornrows? You're hired. Like, do you have arm tats? More, yeah, more specifically, forearm tats? Are they cool? Are all right You're now? Yeah, they good. You good. Are you ashy? You're hired. Like, it's like, what the <laughs> fuck, man? Like, you go, like, it's a, like, Walmart. You can go in where, like, the black guys who work there are, like, dirty. They got on fucking basketball shorts and fucking cornrows and... They look high all the time. Like, I'm just sick of that shit. And I'm like, we need to represent ourselves better. Because it's like, it's like, yes, you shouldn't be treated differently because you're a black business versus a white business. But don't give people reason to treat you differently either. Put yourself on a level, put yourself on the same level as the white businesses. If the white businesses handle themselves well, you need to do that too. And then you can complain about not getting the money or the recognition that a white business gets. But if you shitty, then you don't deserve that. And I'm not going to give it to you just because you're black. And I'm not going to give you the pity for it either. Like, oh, black businesses aren't getting their credit. No, no, they don't fucking deserve it, so they're not going to get it. Right, right. Yeah, I, I, I would love if we get to a point, if we ever get to a point where when you mention businesses, it's never, I have to, you know, single out what good the black businesses are because they're just that good and they're that plentiful. They're they're just in the, they're just in the mix. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's just not like you know, you know, it's just business in general. You know, I'm with you on it. Um, the, the the part about you know, I'm not I don't support black business just because they're black. You know, I support good business because they're good business. And if they happen to be black or they happen to be white, you know, so be it or whatever. But you know, I, I'm with you. I'm not 
I'm not buying a hundred dollar fucking T-shirt um, because you're black and from you're from Detroit, and you know that's it. I remember hearing hearing a story about the Detroit versus everybody. That's what I was talking about. Fuck them. Oh well, yeah, yeah. My yep. girl bought that damn. Okay, that's the hoodie I was talking about too. <laughs> she bought that goddamn hoodie for like sixty dollars and washed it once, and the fucking letters are starting to peel off. And it's like getting discolored and shit. I'm like, she paid sixty dollars for this piece of shit, and now it's like falling <laughs> apart. And it's like you put a catchy slogan on it because I like that Detroit versus everybody concept. I like that shit. But like that shit sold, and everybody's like, yeah, Detroit versus everybody. It's us against them. We're united. And I'm like, yeah, but this product is shitty, so fuck them. Like, yeah, I, so <laughs> I, I haven't, I haven't, I hadn't Detroit per- versus I hadn't purchased, I hadn't purchased any any uh any of their stuff. But I think it was December. I heard a, a whole bunch of bad press about them because people were ordering shit and they weren't getting their shit. Like, and they were uh, luckily one person in particular. They paid. They ended up paying through PayPal. So luckily, PayPal was you know refunded them back or whatever. And so they went like this whole like three weeks or something without getting their shit. And then they finally said they just go ship it out. But this is after PayPal had already refunded them the money and shit. You know, so it's like you're local, you have this product, and you can't even ship the shit. You know what I'm saying? You got the money already. You're not even gonna ship it. That's just poor business. And, exactly, you know, man. I, I would like, I would support anything like that. And this is the kind of shit that is kind of like in the spotlight here. Like these that like that Detroit versus everybody that was really hot shit during that time period. I want to say it was probably like the, I don't even want to say it was the end of last year. I want to say it was like the end of like 2012 early 2013 where they were really popping and like to to hear some shit like that where they just not shipping shit and like the quality of it i mean i mean you it's hard for me to 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 not say typical nigga shit but that's how it is that's how it feels like can you just not be like okay the the perfect example of how i feel is that like i like stereotypes as jokes like they're funny to me but I hate when people live up to these negative stereotypes it's like we already black folks already got a bad rep as a whole like just racist rep, racist rep in general like for just black people just being like lesser humans for the most part than everybody else that's how white people be treating them and shit and then like we already got a bad reputation for you know being bad business owners and shit like that so to me if it was me and I started you know, a business like that, my main goal would be to make sure that I don't live up to those stereotypes. I just hate when people live up to negative stereotypes. So when those black businesses live up to those negative stereotypes, I hate them that much more. Like, I don't like when light-skinned dudes live up to the negative light-skinned stereotypes because that just makes me look bad by comparison. So that's how I feel on a smaller scale because, like, on with the black businesses and shit, it's not like that just makes me look bad by comparison. That makes all black people look bad by comparison. Yep. So like that shit just that shit really pisses me off, man. That, that I had an incident with a a, a black um, boutique clothing store in Royal Oak, and uh, black owned in Royal Oak, shit. Yeah, it's like that same. It's like the right around where like where uh, burn rubber is and stuff. Oh yeah, that's yeah, that yeah. area over there. Yeah. Um, I've never had. It's funny. I've, you know, speaking of Burrow, I've never had no issue with them. I have. I, you know, I've, I haven't spent money, a lot of money, because shit, I ain't got money like that. But the service I had there was great. But it was another store in that kind of area, and they had a grand opening. And I go there. I was asking for. A, I think I wanted a two X or three X shirt, whatever it was. 
they said the guy was like, no, nah, we don't have them. I think we, I think they said they left them in their warehouse or something. They didn't have them at the time. I left my number like, let me know when you get this size shirt. You know what I'm saying? I'll, you know, you know, support. Right. Never got the call. Never got the call. I called back. They tried to make it seem like it was my fault or something that, you know, like they had the shirt or some bullshit like that. So when I finally like oust them on Twitter and shit, you know, people responding. Then I, uh, 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 somebody I know who knew them had messaged me like, "Hey, do you want me to just get the shirt for you?" Because I know the people. I'm like, "No, I want yeah, them. Fuck to- it, I don't want it now." Right? I just wanted them to just be honest and say they didn't have fucking three X shirts and shit. You know yeah. why lies? I mean, if you just you know cater into the skinny nigga, cool. But just don't <laughs> tell me. You know, I, I won't. You know, I don't have to. You know, sit here and go through all this shit. So, yeah, I don't know, man. I, Black black businesses has such a bad stigma. I just you know I just hope that one day, like I say earlier, where when you mention businesses in Detroit, you know it'll just be businesses. It'll be from whatever Arab business, whoever white business, whoever black business, and black business don't have this bad stereotype or stigma that it's always going to be some bullshit associated with them. So yeah, you know, I'm just tired of black folks being what racist people perceive black folks to be. Because why? What reason do they have to change their views on black people? We just gonna live up to it. And it's not because you know they're doing better and shit. It's because they always see bad shit. Yeah. And as you know, you you know, I mean, technically, you do photography. You're a black businessman. You know, doing yeah. photography. So yeah. and stuff that I you know I want to do. I'm going to be that you know that way. I remember hearing another story about a a store, like some kind of store in uh, Eastern Market area. And I, I want to say the lady was saying somehow she never she doesn't want to be labeled as a black business because of that. And it's like, you know, she uh, I think she she's an older woman and she had like white like employees. And so they would come in there and they would, uh, you know, would, you know would say, hey, where's your, you know, because, you know, your boss or whatever the hell it comes to. They would point to her and they like, what the fuck is she like? She's the fucking help and shit. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> well, she was really like the fucking owner and shit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But I get it. You know, I just want to be a business. And if I and through my work, you know, my good ethic and work, it shows that yeah, he he is, it is a black business um, business, but he's a business first, black right. business second, whatever the case you want to be. Not that I want to put down my race or nothing, but we putting ourselves down. It's yep. not. It's not. We're not being anti-black we're just pointing out what the fuck's going on and it's it's under it really is i don't like to be too corny but it is out of love it's like i want us to do better so i don't like the fact that we live up to all this all these shitty stereotypes shitty boy man i went in little caesars the other day my son wanted a hot and ready and we go in there and of course the hot and ready wasn't ready because so because it was black people in there and they're just like in there goofing off, laughing, being loud. And he wanted crazy bread too. And they're like, well, we don't have any of that ready either. So I'm just like, fuck. So I got to sit here and wait. Like 15, 20 minutes go by and this shit ain't ready yet. And they're still like being ghetto and shit. My son is like, has my impatience almost to the level of my impatience like he doesn't just have that personality he almost has it to the degree that i have it that's hilarious and he's and, the, the and to be so thing, young you gotta be funny yeah and, but the the coolest thing about it is you know just like kids usually are they'll say some shit not knowing if it's something that you shouldn't be saying and he was sitting there in my lap like i hate this little season i never want to come here again like they like, take too long dude he started crying like i'm sick of being here i don't like waiting and i, I can't even like say shit to him i'm like yeah me too i don't like what 
So I told him, I was like, look, just calm down, stop crying. In five minutes, if it's not ready, I'll just get our money back and we'll leave and we'll go somewhere else. And then as soon as I said that, then, then the food was ready. But he was sick. He, he was like, I don't ever want to go back there again. And then he asked me for Little Caesars today before I came over here. And he didn't even come with me. I was like, all right, I'll go get it. He was like, don't go to that Little Caesars that you went to yesterday. <laughs> I was like, I told him I wasn't going to go. I did go to the same one. Because I know it's kind of a fluke to go into a Little Caesars and a hot and ready isn't ready. Like, I, the... The what really held us up was the crazy bread. He didn't want crazy bread today. He just wanted the pizza. So I was like, chances are, I can get a hot and ready pizza and get out of there. So I was like, I still planned on going to the same one, but I told him I wasn't because he was that mad. Like he still, that was like probably like Wednesday or Thursday, and it's Sunday. But that's and he's still like, don't go to the, don't go to that. That's same fucked up that he remembered that shit, dude. Yeah. Now, do do y'all do you ever go to one on Chicago and Southfield? No. Oh, okay. The one I went to is on Grand River and Greenfield. Yeah, I know the one. Yeah, I've been there before. Yeah. Bullshit, too. So, yeah. So, it's not just black-owned businesses. It's businesses that are, like, well, that are <laughs> employ. Yeah, that's that the same one. Urchin. That's the same Little Caesars <laughs> on um, on West Chicago and Southfield. Hood as fuck. You would think that the illest shit was black-owned and shit. Right. But it's just black-ran, and that shit's horrible, dude. Straight awful. Yeah, so, speaking of businesses, uh, uh, Janice. Oh, first off, uh, we want to give a shout out to Janice because Garden Isle because it's her birthday. So, yes, happy birthday, happy our birthday number one fan, shit. both in Australia and United States. Right. <laughs> I, I don't think no one really will surpass her, dude. <laughs> yeah, she's dedicated. So, yeah, and that's awesome. Good stuff. So, happy birthday to her. It's probably like what her twenty second birthday. I'm going twenty second, maybe twenty yeah, second birthday. Yeah, twenty second, definitely. So, she sent us a, uh, an email, because she emails us because she's a great fan. Right, um, unlike the rest of y'all. Right. <laughs> so, she emailed us about uh, a new business that uh, came into her hometown. So, I'll read it. <laughs> I've heard some Detroit stories, so here's one for you. I live in... Adelaide? Adelaide? Yeah. We'll go with Adelaide. Adelaide. The, ca- the, cap- the capital of the state of South Australia... We're not one of the major states like the East Coast. Consequently, we got our first Krispy Kreme store last week. How long has Krispy Kreme been up? I don't know. Years. At least 10 plus years. Yeah, way too long to just be getting your first one. Right. So, said people camped out in 35 degree weather for a few days beforehand to be first in line for a fucking donut. This is verbatim. Yeah, she wrote fucking donut. Number That was number one. Number two... A thug robbed some kids of their Krispy Kreme donuts at knife point the other day around the corner from the store. Quick pause. Where's <laughs> <laughs> your donut? There were two things that were, well, there were multiple things that were funny about number two. But the first thing was she said a thug robbed some kids of their Krispy Kreme donuts. And that made me wonder, was was he black? <laughs> like, like is thug her way of saying, like, a Australian euphemism for black? <laughs> Cause like like they do with Richard Sherman and shit. Like when they didn't want to say nigga, they called him a thug. Yeah. Like, and I'm not saying she wants to say nigga, but I'm like, is that her way of saying a black guy robbed these kids of Krispy Kreme without saying a black guy? And then the other thing was that he robbed them in knife point. I was like, oh, that's so cute. Right. In Australia, they rob people with knives. I wanted to be put out. I wanted how it was a knife big, and he put all the donuts on the knife like it was a stick, and then just ran <laughs> off and shit with him. He pulled it out, and said, "This is a knife." <laughs> Put your donuts here. Put your donuts here. <laughs> <laughs> and number three, she said, yesterday, the uh, 
fuck? Municipality? Municipality. God damn. The municipality announced increased parking patrols in the area of the Krispy Kreme store. Sad, sad, sad. So, first off, that's crazy. I'm surprised y'all got internet over there. Shit. The fact y'all just not getting a Krispy Kreme and shit. (laughs) Uh, But people robbing people and camping out like they getting Jordans and shit. Right. And they have to put extra security around a Krispy Kreme? Like, man. I mean, they're decent donuts. I'm not big on donuts that like goddamn that. Good. Nah, Shit. not to be robbing at knife point, right? And getting extra security out there—that's crazy. That's fucking hilarious, dude. I haven't. That's kind of like people getting robbed or something like uh, Black Friday or some shit. You know, sales or some crazy shit. Ugh, crazy. Um, so we've done that. Emails. We've done black businesses. White pranks in the hood. So, uh, we've talked about our water crisis in Detroit probably the last couple of podcasts. And the shit keeps just going on and on and getting crazier and crazier. So, the last, most recently, I had seen a picture on uh, on the net of protesters. And the uh, protester that stu- stood out the most was uh, the, the Hulk. The Incredible Hulk. Which was, uh, <laughs> what's, what is the actor's name? Mark Ruffalo. Mark Ruffalo. Now, from what I understand, he's like a crazy activist of random issues and stuff. And so, I, I, it, it's funny, I didn't even see him initially. I mean, he sticks out, you know, with his colored shirt. I mean, I, he's a celebrity. But, his colored shirt, does that I mean, mean it was black? Oh, no. It was, black shirt? it was blue. Like, look at the picture. <laughs> like, I mean, he has no other colors than anybody else. He just sticks out. But I didn't even pay attention to him at first. One, I paid attention to the sign that said, What do you expect us to shit? Mm <laughs> hmm. So I guess that speaks to the fact of, okay, so you, you, you got to pay for water and you got to pay the shit too. So if we can't pay for our water, where the fuck are we supposed to shit? Like, whatever. Um, and then, secondly, I paid attention to the woman in front with the lace front. That was brought to my attention later on. <laughs> uh, and then I seen... She probably owns a business downtown. Yeah, she yeah, she's like... <laughs> <laughs> and it's slow as fuck. All right. And then I see the Hulk standing there. Someone made a comment on Facebook like, uh, "Why didn't he just pay their fucking bills then? Since he such a celebrity and shit." <laughs> I po- I posted a, pi- a meme picture that I made of the Hulk screaming, and then I put something like, "Hulk say water, human right," or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I see, that water thing is so crazy, to me man, because you know I, and I don't. I guess I I don't know everybody in Detroit, but. Huh. I don't. That would be amazing. Yeah, it would we be sure, quite. We need far more listeners if right, we knew everybody right. in Detroit. Right, we would have far more. I don't. I don't know anybody that's experiencing this water crisis. I don't know anybody who knows anybody <laughs> who's experiencing this water crisis. So it just seems like either it's just this 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 group of people in Detroit that no one knows about, which is a hundred thousand people, obviously, <laughs> or the shit is just bullshit. I had I posted it on Facebook and I got a bunch of you know random opinions and stuff, but the the, the the problem is you can't break down from the news reports who's actually in need versus who actually just ain't pay their fucking bill. They don't give no breakdowns of that. So it's like the people who are like pay a goddamn bill like I am assumes that everybody just needs to pay their bill. The people who feels that all these people in need think that everybody is just, you know, underemployed or have no money and, you know, can't pay it. So there's no real breakdown of, so it's like, you know, either you, you fully support that 
there are some people that can't pay their bills or you I mean that don't have the money to pay for water and sewage or they all ain't shit and ain't paying their bills. Even if let's just say for the sake of argument that it's all people who can't afford it and they're just like poor and they're what they're not well off. Since when has that ever been an excuse to get your shit for free? Like you can't say like oh I just like DTE is never taking that as an excuse. Like oh you can't afford it? Okay, we well, can have free lights for a little while. No like, one said that. I don't understand why this is a thing now where all of a sudden we should be allowed to have service that we can't afford to pay for. Like, that's always how bills have been in the history of time. If you can't afford it, you don't get it. That's how life is. If you can't afford it, you can't get it. So why is it now that all of a sudden with this water that all of a sudden we feel so entitled to receiving free filtered water delivered to our house and having our shit taken away for us we feel so entitled to that that we feel like we can protest not having to pay for it I, I like that's like, crazy to me i feel like i had a Jaden smith moment like light is free it comes from the sun why the fuck we gotta pay for it <laughs> <laughs> like like no one talks about that people complain about dte but you're gonna pay your bill or you're not gonna have electricity simple as that you know you complain about your phone bill you know what i'm saying but you want a phone pay the fucking bill you want yeah. water you want water that you won't have to pay for coming through your faucet? Fuck it. Go get a fucking bucket. Go get water. You want to right. shit? Dig a hole. But to do it in a home, you're going to either have to pay for it or not. Or you can move somewhere where you don't have to pay for it. Yeah, I'm just confused at how all of a sudden we're entitled to not pay these bills or to get this service for free when that hasn't been the case ever. Well, I, I, I do agree. And people are so outraged. Like, like it's ludicrous that people should have to pay this bill or, you know... In order to keep their service, like, and, and what really fuck? kills me is that it's so many news outlets that you know. I know I've said it before, so I feel like I'm just beating a dead horse. But all of the national news, news headlines are just, just stomping the city with bullshit or whatever, and you know it's just making everybody seem like you know we're they're they're just just taking innocent uh, innocent families who can't pay. I just wonder, like, for all these families, like, who's contacted the water department, you know, trying to get assistance, you know, like, if, you know, if there's going to be some way of assistance, there's, there should be some kind of intervention of who's going to be assistant for water. But I don't hear about none of this shit. Not to say it's not happening, but, you know, it seemed like that would have been something that's been brought up. They kept bringing up the United Nations and shit, so I don't know if they're just going to, you know, supplement or whatever the fuck, but I'll start a Kickstarter for the ass or some shit. Go fund me. I don't know. I can't, I can't even get behind doing something like that because I just don't understand. Like, so why don't we just apply that to everything then? Right. If you can't afford your lights, then hey, we'll start a Kickstarter for you so you can you can have free electricity. Like, like I said, this has never happened. Yeah, before, but I mean, but it, so why is it I, happening now? I wonder if they're going to include and you know include that into like government assistance stuff now that you know it's become such an issue because you know you can get people get you know assistance for food and shit. They get assistance for any other shit. Will they you know? start putting that in as far as something <clears throat> for people to get assistance with but whatever um i was funny i was out cutting grass the other day and i seen this guy uh the water department dude shutting off water and like two houses on the block within like the half an hour and shit damn yeah shit got real real fast i was trying to take pictures but i, I posted a few on facebook but i didn't want to be so like obvious sitting there with my fucking phone and shit but that would have been awesome. Yeah. He didn't see me, but it was crazy. He, it's like, he, and I thought he was just maybe doing some maintenance, but 
then the people wasn't home. So it's like he turned on the faucet outside so he could hear the water cut off while he's turning it off to make sure it's off. Mm-hmm. Then he was just done. Like, wow. My phone just decided to die for no reason. Oh, all right. uh, that's cool. <laughs> so I was listening to this um, this podcast the other day that I listened to. Uh, it's called Total Frat Move. And they had this guy on there, and he was talking about this thing that happened in the frat that he was in when he was in college. And he said it was called butt chugging. Okay. <laughs> the idea is that one guy gets completely naked and bends over. His roommate lays down on his back with his head underneath the guy's, like, ass and balls or whatever. And then they pour beer down the first guy's back so that it runs down his ass and into the roommate's mouth on the ground. So, like, a luge? Yeah. What the but fuck? But with ass. Oh, that's a, <laughs> white people, though? Of course. <laughs> I was like, man, this frat shit is crazy. Like, I... When I was in college, I had no interest in joining a frat. Because the whole idea to me is like doing. I don't. Well, I'm not gonna. I'm not actually gonna shade frats. I'm gonna shade hazing. Because I don't get. I don't get the point behind it. And I don't get why people do it. Like, I wouldn't wanna dehumanize myself and embarrass myself and do all kinds of foul, vulgar shit where I'm drinking beer out of another man's ass for what? So you can have a buddy yeah. for the next four years? Yeah. So you can be friends and, like, oh, you hang real, out in the you, house? You're real friends with a nigga you done drank fucking beer that done touched <laughs> his <laughs> you ass. You beer out of his ass, yeah. Out the crevices of his asshole. Yeah, yeah you're, you're BFFs. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm kind of with you. I've never had no interest in, in frats and, you know, I, uh... Like, can't they have I don't, a... I don't, you know... A less I have offensive any, and insulting just, way of... Right, I have any, don't have any disparaging in. words on them. I've just never been interested. But yeah, that, the hazing part, that's just dumb. Did you ever see the episode of uh, Fresh Prince when they were trying to get hazed? Oh, yeah. yeah. I've seen every episode of yeah. Fresh Prince. <laughs> I always think of that when I always think of uh, like hazing and doing dumb shit. Like, why do I got to do dumb shit to be a part of a, a, a group that supposedly is going to do better things in life? Like, that doesn't make sense to me at all. Yeah, I don't like the idea of, like, you go through the hazing, right, and you're like... You know, we're doing this and we're going to be a family of brothers and we're going to have, I'm going to, I'm doing it so I can get all these connections late. That's their favorite thing, like, to talk about the connections that they get later in life. And I'm like, okay, yeah, sure. There's people who who go into frats and go through the hazing because of the brotherhood and wanting to, you know, have this brotherhood on a larger scale once they get out of college and the connections and all that shit. But for the most part, guys get into frats so they can fuck women while they're in college. That's pretty much what it amounts to for the most part. <laughs> so I'm like, you gonna drink beer out of another man's ass so you can get pussy for four years? Like, it's you especially just, since it's not like if you don't do it, you're not gonna get ass. You like, would just bypass the, the ass sucking and, of another guy and just you know chase chicks like you like you probably should have right. just in the first place. Right. You, I, I didn't. I didn't join a frat. You didn't join a frat. Were you a virgin throughout college? I don't think so. No. Like, no. I just, you can still get laid without joining a frat. So why are you? You like, can use beer. <laughs> yeah, you can use beer, yeah. <laughs> and, and liquor and Jaeger bombs and man, I always say you I'm, can bypass yeah. drinking beer out of another man's ass and still get laid in college. Like it's not <laughs> mandatory to do that. They ain't got to wrap you in shrink wrap and push you down the fucking hill for right. you to get into that group. Like. Doing all kinds of crazy ass shit. So while I'm not totally against, you know, uh, I'm not against frats at all. Except I got <laughs> no, to I'm not totally against drinking beer yeah, out of a no, man's oh, ass. Yeah, I, I'm totally against that. Yeah, <laughs> okay. totally against that. Well, I'm not totally, and I'm not, I'm not against frats, uh, frats at all, other than the fact that I'm not interested. 
But for those that are, I just think the hazing shit is just ridiculous. Totally ridiculous. I don't see the, you know. Yeah. I might have done it if it wasn't for that. But it's like, to me, all I see is just like, there's just a strong emphasis on the hazing and a strong emphasis on the partying, drinking, and fucking. And, of course, I'm a large proponent of partying, drinking, and fucking. But I'm not a fan of drinking beer out of another man's ass in order to do it, especially when you can party, drink, and fuck without being in a frat. Especially, like, I went to plenty of frat parties. Like, I went to U of M. Like, the white folks at U of M are so fuck. White folks in general, when it comes to, like, drinking, are so fucking friendly, man. I was like, just they, having that conversation they today with somebody. Love to, they, they will, like, they, it's like they want everybody at the party. Like, they will buy you drinks, they will give you shots, just so you can have as much fun as they're having. I went to, a, like, I went up to U of M a couple times. I went, all my friends went to MSU, so I spent most of my time at State. But I went up to U of M a couple times, and no lie, man, I was, walk, we and my friends were just walking down the street. And there was like a frat house or whatever, and they were just all partying, and we were just like looking at it. And they're just like, Yeah, man, come on in, man, party and shit. So we walked in, and they're like shaking our hands, no, have no fucking clue who we are. Shaking our hands, man, the keg's in the basement, go get a fucking drink, man. They, I did one of those keg stands and shit. It was like fucking old school or some shit. Mm. I did one of those keg stands where they like hold oh. you upside down and make you drink out the keg and shit. And beat all the fucking white guys. Like, I did that shit long as hell. I wanted to try that shit, but... I, well, I've been well over 200 pounds since high school. And I didn't trust the motherfuckers that was around me to hold me up. I just felt like it would have got me up. And then I would have fell and bust my head on a fucking keg. And then it would have been over. But uh, I to, to support your point, yeah. White people have the most fun. And whoever has white friends that actually drink has had... you. I know you've had some great times. I yeah. know this shit. I know you've had some great times, so yeah. there's, but yeah, but I've been a couple, a couple of, <laughs> not frat. I remember college parties. I didn't. I went to community college, so I never experienced the whole, uh, you know, I guess full college experience. But I went to this one party, and the whole homeboy at uh, we went and bought like this this liter of Hennessy, and he was like, I put some money on it. You know, we was all chipping in. He's like, dude, my boys, they drink a lot. Get yours first before they get here because you ain't going to have nothing left when they get here. So I had a red Solo cup. Filled that bitch up with just Hennessy. Damn. I drank it all within like an hour. Shit. I sat on this this like love seat and I fell asleep and missed the whole fucking party. <laughs> I was known as the dude with the fro on the seat because this one I had a big ass afro. I slept through the whole party. That's Missed what happens. all kinds of shit, dude. It was all kind of shit that happened that night. And I woke up the next day. It was like a couple of stragglers. These, are, these white guys or black guys? Black folks. Oh, okay. That's why That's why you woke up okay. Yeah, yeah. I, I, did, a, I, I, I was like, if you fell asleep around white guys, right. it would have farted in your nope, mouth. Nope, and nobody like, did, nope, I didn't have drawing a, dicks on I your didn't, face. I didn't have an ass sitting <laughs> on me with beer falling down my face and shit. It had done all kinds of shit to you. Yeah, so I woke up, you know, unscathed. But, yeah. I, I, I wish I, I if I would have went to... Uh, on the way for school, I probably would have probably either probably went to jail for like <laughs> public intoxication or probably had like a ton of kids or something. So probably good that I didn't. Yeah, that's the downside of partying with white folks at a frat. Like they'll they'll give you all kinds of alcohol and they'll be friendly as fuck. But if you fall asleep, they will do some not even borderline gay shit to you. They will do some full on like Hey man, take a picture of me holding this guy's dick, bro. It's like what the yeah. fuck. I was, and, and just think if Twitter was around when that shit. Oh did. man, man. 
Twitter was around around that time, man. Man, I, I, I would talk pro- about tweet through it. You would have to tweet through some shit. I had to just let it go for a while. You just, you just can't, you know, you can't regroup having having some random dick in your face while you sleep. Yeah, and you got to mo jizzle through that. Yeah. <laughs> that dude, so I'm convinced. Someone mentioned it too. I'm convinced that he has to have his his notifications off. Like yesterday, did you see that Wale started dogging him about the the whole baby shit? The same shit from yeah, like a year ago, three right? years ago. So I said one year me. ago, three. Years I ago. thought it was like two, and I was giving it like you know extra time, dude. Like three years ago, and Damn. and uh, Wale is. I don't know if he t- tweeted Wale or something, but uh, yeah. You should like, tell the tell the Mo Jizzle story so people can know because it's so old now. Like we probably got people who listen to this who have no fucking clue who this guy is. So, for what I understand, this Mo Mo Jizzle guy basically somehow they found out that he had a kid with some chick and he wasn't taking responsibility for it. That's the gist of it, basically. Yeah. They had, somebody showed a. a, a paternity paper or some document indicating paternity thing yeah documenting that you know that it was his kid or whatever and twitter went the fuck off and it was like strong i mean it was so strong like every day for like months and months and months people was ain't shitting him at all and so three years later he fuck around and got a sensitive fucking rapper talking about him, and the shit happened all over again and shit. What happened? With, what did Wale say to him? Saying something about him not. It was something to the gist of not. Uh, I think my mom was just looking it up, but it was something to the extent of him not. Uh, like he said something. He's like, yeah, you didn't get your kid from that house that day or some shit. <laughs> it was something like that, dude. I was like, wow. But I don't know what he did to Wale to make Wale. But Wale is one of those th- those people who, like, responds to people who's fucking with him and, you know what I'm saying, goes off. And <laughs> searches his name and then uh, tweets people who say bad things about him. Mero. Yeah, it's a dumbass. It's funny. <laughs> if, like, do you follow Danny Brown on Facebook, on Twitter? Yeah. He, he tweets all the love and all the hate. Like, he doesn't discriminate and shit. You know what I'm saying? He, tweets, he does that, too. Like, he searches his own name and reads yeah. shit. Because he's retweeted stuff that I've said about him, and it's obviously it's only been good shit. But he's retweeted stuff that I've said about him where I didn't actually mention him. So uh, he said something, and I don't know. Mojazel, I don't know what the actual thing that sparked it, but Mojazel said to Wale, um, "I didn't go anywhere." And then Wale says, "Is that what you told your child as you waited, as he waited for you to leave your home?" <laughs> And come to this or something. <laughs> I'm looking like, what the fuck? And this is sometimes like... He can't tweet shit without somebody bringing that shit up. Man. I was like, wow. But, yeah. Don't do shit wrong on there. Take You know, and I was talking about this too. Like, people are so believing when they want to be. And then, you know, dis- dispute stuff when they want. Like, who... I don't know who proved the fact that I was actually his kid. I don't remember it that well because it was so long ago. But when I did my little research on it at the time, like it, it was something like Twitter was on their detective shit. They were on their they were on their Columbo fucking Angela Lansbury shit. Like they they had some shit where they like figured out his real name and had like you said they posted some document. I think it was like the woman who's the mother. 
like posted a document or something and people matched up the names by looking at his name on something else like in his Instagram or something like that oh uh, okay like they so, matched so up the niggas names was doing like research shit. on the yeah name. they did research on it to prove who he was oh and then like on that document okay I see now so basically somebody some chick somebody said they're exposing the news it was some chick with like dreads short or nappy hair with her titties out and the dad was like chill while I he didn't mention Wale by name, oh. so he was joking. Then Wale said, "Hi," uh, he said, "Chill, like you back from your sabbatical." And that's when he said, "You know, oh. uh, I didn't go nowhere." And then that's when he, so that nigga searched his name. And Man, then, you're getting clowned by Wale, who is like a fucking Twitter punchline, his damn self. If you somebody that Wale can go in on, you you fucked up. Somewhere. That's what uh happened with Meek Mill. Meek Mill got mad at Wale for not supporting his album. And then just went off on him and shit. Yeah. And then somehow, coincidentally, he went to jail and won't be out till like September. Yeah, Wale is a fucking punching bag. So if he start punching on you, you ain't shit. Only we probably need to tag him in our. Uh, damn, that's a big ass mall. Um, we need to tag him on our. Uh, shit. Damn, that motherfucker was big. That had fingers. That nigga. bitch was like a bird. <laughs> Fuck. God damn. That mom was like a bird. <laughs> I could hear his fucking wings. I'm like, <laughs> um, miss my cigar out and I, shit. I'm, I'm a miss when the, right exactly. I'm a miss when, this when shit. we don't have good weather and got to like record inside and shit. We won't get all of this nature. And no and funny shit. shit happens. Right. It's just like oh, so in this 36 episode of yeah um, yeah. So uh, what else you got? I don't know because my phone died, so I can't look up anything that I had down. <laughs> Damn, that's fucking. This shit just battery's low. And- yeah, it was low, but like my iPhone is finicky sometimes. Like it doesn't die when it's, like, it has a high percentage, but sometimes it'll say like it has like ten percent, and then all of a sudden it'll be down to like instantly down to like three percent, and then die. Yeah, I've had that. Shit, the fuck was that? Oh no, I swatted at something, and yeah, then, like, it hit me. I hit shit, it. I felt myself hit it, and then it hit you. Yeah, I'm getting fucking light in place on here so I can see shit. Right. Um, yeah, I had a phone like that before, too. So We out here fucking fighting all kind of insects and shit. Yeah, and I don't like pick. that shit. Not at all. I don't like that shit one bit. So what's your thoughts on the Camacho? It's okay. Like, it's, it's not, not like it's, I mean, bad I don't know if I've or got, good. I've got, yeah. It the more into it, the farther I've smoked it, the better it's gotten. So... Yeah, it's not bad. Like, I, I, I kind of like it. It's not giving me that, like... It has a reputation for giving you, like, a buzz or, like, people be passing out on it and shit of... I yeah, this, this one didn't hit me up as... On it or something like I've that. never like, threw up with it. it. This one didn't hit me as hard as the last one before, but... I don't know. I was making sure I was eating and shit and all kind of crazy shit, so... I don't know. Decent smoke, though. Uh, but at 10 bucks, I don't know if I would do it as much. I found, you know, decent ones. I don't know. I think I'm just... Uh, become a, a a decent fan of a lot of the infused ones and more specifically that the drew estates they got like the game on lock yeah so they're like the nike of infused cigars yeah i like this one but shit you ain't got shit else shit yeah i mean we can wrap it up i don't think i have anything else so again as we reiterate every fucking show uh rate and subscribe to our podcast on iTunes 
Listen on SoundCloud. Tell your fuck ass friends to listen to it. Stop being a bitch and help us get a few more listens and subscribers and ratings and all that good shit. And uh, yeah, that that shit he said. <laughs> yeah, that shit he said. All right, well, peace out. Peace.